By late morning, Laundress and Mallory had gotten quite a bit of distance between themselves and the one-road retreat. Neither of them was familiar with the area, and they didn't know if the direction they headed would lead them to safety or into something more perilous. As they came over a rise in the landscape, they could see the valley that laid at the base of the mountains. About a mile in front of them sat a small house that was barely visible from where they stood to look over the landscape. Gray smoke rose out of the house's chimney, so they began walking toward the house using the trail of smoke as their guide. They were both starving, but there wasn't much in the forest to forage from besides a few berries here and there that had already been picked over by the wildlife that scurried around them as they hiked down the mountain. I never thanked you for what you did to Travis, Laundress said. I don't know what I would have done if you hadn't come to my rescue. You would have done the same for me, Mallory said, taking Laundress's hand again. And I would do the same for anyone else. I can't stand the thought of someone taking advantage of another person like that. Well, I owe you, Laundress told her. Um, no you don't, Mallory replied. You just got me out of the hot box, and you're trying to help get me out of here. I think we're more than even. In fact, with your heroism, I probably owe you at this point. It hadn't occurred to Laundress that her act had been heroic. She just wanted Mallory to be comfortable and safe. You don't owe me anything either, Laundress said. All I want is to get us both out of here so we can expose Taylor for the fraud he is. And then I want to forget about ever being here. I want to move on with my life. I want to continue my transition and know what it's like to live as a woman. Mallory was looking at the ground, and Laundress noticed that she looked like she was about to burst into tears. What's wrong? What about you? What do you want to do? I don't know, Mallory answered, her voice breaking. I can't go back home. I know that. But I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with my life. Tears had begun to stream down her face, and Laundress grabbed her and turned her so that they were facing each other. Listen to me, Laundress said with conviction in her voice. Don't ever feel like you have nowhere to go. We'll find somewhere we can go, and we can take care of each other along the way. You'll have the time and peace you need to figure out what you're supposed to do with your life. I'll be at your side the whole way if you need me to be. Mallory sniffled and looked away, embarrassed that she was crying again. I've never had a friend like you, she said. And I don't mean the transgender thing. I mean someone who would do anything for their friend to make sure they're taken care of and loved. I don't know if I could survive without you by my side. They hugged each other tightly for a moment and continued their walk toward the house in the valley, holding hands. Laundress wished she could tell Mallory that what she felt for her was more than friendship. But she had never been this close to anyone, and she feared ruining what they had started and finding herself alone in the world again. They were only a hundred yards away from the house, and as they approached, an older woman stepped out of the back door to set a bucket on the back porch. Laundress thought the woman looked kind, but she was also fearful that she might be a friend of Dr. Taylor's, who would return them back to the camp.